0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts, and this is Series Three, Episode Thirty Three of this daily study podcast. Apologies if I said yesterday was Episode Thirty One; it was actually Episode Thirty Two. So here we are, Three 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 today. Uh, today we're going to continue with our study of the Come Follow Me materials covered in January the twenty fifth to January the twenty first, Doctrine and Covenants Sections Six to Nine, and. Um, we're going to try and get through Doctrine and Covenants sections eight and nine today. Both of them are fairly short, about a dozen verses each. So we've certainly gotten through more verses in one study session before, but once again, they are packed with some great things. So we'll see what we can do. If not, I'll let I finish that off tomorrow and cover briefly Doctrine and Covenants seven. So, but the, these are the sections I really want to cover. So I think that that is important we do that. So Oliver Cowdery, as we spoke about yesterday, desired to translate, um, and the the this, the the Lord um, tells him about some principles about revelation. In verse two, he he says one of the well known verses. He says, "Yea, behold, I will tell you in your heart and in your mind by the Holy Ghost which shall come upon you and which shall dwell in your heart." Now, behold, this is the spirit of revelation. Behold, this is the spirit by which Moses brought the children of Israel through the Red Sea on dry ground. So, these are very important principles that that we receive revelation in our mind and in our heart. So that's an important point, first of all. I think that's something we often forget or uh, forget to remember. It's that revelation isn't just felt in our feelings, but also in our in our thoughts as well. Um, and President Alan H. Oak says this about revelation. Quote, The Book of Mormon teaches that God will manifest the truth of spiritual things unto us by the power of the Holy Ghost. In modern revelation, God promises us that we will receive knowledge By his telling us in our heart and in our in, in our mind and in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. One of the greatest things about our Heavenly Father's plan for his children is that each of us can know the truth of that plan for ourselves. That revealed knowledge does not come from books, from scientific proof or from intellectual pondering. As with the Apostle Peter, we can receive that knowledge directly from our Heavenly Father through the witness of the Holy Ghost. When we know spiritual truths by spiritual means, we can just be as just as sure of that knowledge as scholars and scientists are of the different kinds of knowledge they have acquired by different methods, quote. So <clears throat> this is important for us to understand that our minds can be enlightened. And we talked about that in uh, Doctrine and Covenants section six as well. Uh, but interestingly, uh, is this verse about it's the same spirit that brought Moses um, and the, the children of Israel through the Red Sea? And we, there's all of uh, there's been a lot of discussion about that. And I suppose, as we've already said, you know, this is because um, Moses was given the the idea, the the inspiration, the enlightenment to try and you know step into the waters by the Lord Himself. He didn't think of it by himself. It was inspired or it was a thought inspired to him by the spirit. Uh, and so that was an important point as well. Um, so we move forward and it says in verse four, therefore, this is thy gift. Apply unto it and blessed art thou, for it shall deliver you out of the hands of your enemies. When if it were not so, they would slay you and bring your soul to destruction. Um, Elder David A. Bednar explained um, further what what the Lord was trying to say here. He said, quote, Over time, Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery increasingly understood the spirit of revelation typically functions as thoughts and feelings that come into our minds and hearts by the power of the Holy Ghost. I emphasize the phrase apply unto it in, revel- in relation to the spirit of revelation. In the scriptures, the influence of the Holy Ghost frequently is described as a still small voice and a voice of perfect mildness. Because the spirit whispers to us gently and delicately, it is easy to understand why we should shun inappropriate media pornography and harmful addictive substances and behaviours, these tools of the adversary can impair and eventually destroy our capacity to recognise and respond to the subtle messages from God and delivered, delivered by the power of his, his spirit. Each of us should consider seriously and ponder prayerfully how we can reject the devil's enticements and righteously apply unto it even the spirit of revelation in our personal lives and our families. Close quote. These principles are important for us to understand. They can guide us and lift our lives. The Lord then talks about the gift that um, Oliver has, which is the gift of Aaron. And we know that this is uh, in relation to his use of divining rods. Um, And, you know, this was an interesting uh, insight, which we've been able to discuss uh, yesterday as well, about how at that time, the understanding uh, of using, um, you know, Physical objects to 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 determine revelation is something that he already had an understanding of. Um, I think what we'll do is we'll skip out to section nine now because those are the key elements I really wanted to cover from section eight. I mean, to be fair, you know, as always with this um, study podcast, we're not going to cover everything that can possibly be spoken about because there is just not enough time. So I encourage you to study section eight a bit more deeper yourselves. But in verse in section nine, it seems that Oliver has begun to try it himself and began well but then has not been able to do so uh, overall. In verse 1 of Doctrine and Covenants section 9 it says, Behold I say unto you my son that because you did not translate according to that which you desired of me, I did commence again to write for my servants, even so I would that you should continue until you have finished this record which I have entrusted unto him. So it seems that um, Oliver perhaps began well but maybe lacked the faith or lacked um, you know, understanding of a certain principle uh, to be able to continue doing it. Um, and and therefore has, you know, the Lord is telling him that he's not going to be continuing in this translation process. But what I love about this is that in the later verses, he says things like this, verse three, be patient, my son, for it is wisdom in me, and it is not expedient that you should translate at this present time. So this is clearly, clearly the Lord's showing Oliver, look, this is now not the time. The time has gone. Um, this needs to be completed, and my servant Joseph Smith Jr. will do it. But you know, you are going to be able to continue and, and still do this at some point. Uh, and I love that idea. That you know, and that could be applied into our lives. That we have a desire, maybe, to to do something in our lives or to or be able to act in some way, but we can't do it at that moment. Uh, and the Lord may say to us, "Not at this time." But that is that is important. He says, "Not at this time." Uh, And I think that we need to remember that the Lord will have a plan for us and our righteous desires will be fulfilled in his own time. um, As long as we, you know, stay on that path and and do as he asks us. The Lord then takes this opportunity to teach further uh, to Oliver Cowdery, some more principles of revelation. Um, In verse five, it says, and behold, it is because you that you did not continue as you commenced when you began to translate that I've taken this privilege from you. Um Rex D. Pinnegar said this about this, uh, this instruction. He said, quote, The counsel I would give to those who may be faced with the decision to continue or not to continue a righteous course is to recall the experience of Oliver Cowdery. Oliver had begun his labours in the kingdom with a faithful and humble service. The Lord rewarded him by giving him the gift of translation. He told Oliver of marvellous contributions he could make toward the enlightening of the people if he would continue faithfully in his efforts. Later, when Oliver attempted to translate, he failed. The Lord told Oliver, it was because you did not continue as you had commenced. The Lord had not, Oliver had not continued in his righteous efforts and the gift was taken from him. Simply stated, the Lord's counsel to one who has commenced properly and faithfully is continue as you have commenced. Uh, close quote. I think that this is an important principle, one that which we can learn from, um, that we are able to do things. Um, but... The Lord, but we, the Lord wants us to continue as we begin in in his kind of instruction and guidance. If we try and take it in our own way or try and you know do it for our own uh, benefits or in our own ideas, contrary to what the Lord has asked us to do, um, then we, we will not be able to do that. And then we see the, the popular or well-known verses of verse 8 and 9. Um, Behold, I say unto you... Oh, sorry, verse 7 as well, actually. Behold, you have not understood... You are supposed that I would give it unto you when you took no thought save it was to ask me. But behold, I say unto you that you must study it out in your mind. Then you must ask me if it is right. And if it is right, I will cause that your bosom shall burn within you. Therefore, you shall feel that it is right. And I just want to pause there for a moment. We often take this and apply this to everyone and say, right, well, if you feel a burning in the bosom, um, then, you know, it must be right. That's how we feel revelation. That's how you feel a, a truth. And I think that's a misconception that we have. Um, developed over time. I couldn't find this quote, but I've heard it a number of times recently from President Alan H. Oakes, where he said about um, if an individual, you know, if we're meant to feel a calorific burning or, or fire in our hearts, then he himself has never felt a burning in the bosom. Um, I don't think what we've been taught here by the Lord is that everyone will feel a burning in the bosom if something is right. I think that this applies and is, a, is an instruction or, or direction specific to Oliver Cowdery himself. Um, and it is, of course, something that all of us can feel, you know, or, or some of us can feel. Let's not take this away from it, you know, that we can feel this burning in the bosom. But we need to recognize how we hear the Lord. Um, and I love that point that, you know, it is something which we can feel in our hearts, but it's also something that we may feel differently. Uh, and we need to recognize and learn how we feel and receive direction from the Lord. Um, we're going to stop there, but we might conclude this section tomorrow and then uh, look at section seven. So thank you for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do uh, join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come, Follow Me. and It'd be great if uh, you could uh, also email Session at gmail.com if you'd like to share any feedback or if you'd like to join in a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.